We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Close the damn door, man. You're letting all the Wi-Fi out. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hold On, I'm Almost There, a show about life's little annoyances, personal growth, dad life, and so much more with your host, Tom the Blade, and myself, Uncle Frank. So have a seat, do them chores, or twist a wrench while we dive down the rabbit hole. Today's special episode is brought to you by the Rebel Alliance, fighting off the bad guys in a land far, far away. Long time ago in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Today's guest, super duper excited. He's another Twitter friend of ours, a regular co-host on reddragonradio.com, a movie buff, and an infotainment hound. Please welcome Mr. Friggins. Awesome. Welcome to the show, Friggins. Thanks, guys. So excited to be here. Um, I mean, just anytime you can get a Star Wars nerd to talk about Star Wars nerd stuff, it's it's going to be a good time. But uh, thank you so much, truly, truly, for having me on the show. Um, and just you know, a little bit about me. I, I tip. I am very often on the Am I Still on the Air special episodes for my friends' uh, podcast. Am I on the Air? Um, that's you can find that on RedDragonsRadio.com. Um, in addition, I'm. Uh, kind of a was a co-host and now kind of a, a frequent uh, guest of uh, for my peoples, which is uh, my friend's uh, uh, podcast. I'm sorry, his his podcast is the People's Forum. His Twitter handle is for my peoples, um, and so I regularly go on that show as well. And on either of those shows, we're constantly talking about um, movie information, whether it be movie reviews or, um, you know, just thoughts and rankings and things to that nature. So if you're into movies, reddragonsradio.com is a great place to get some of those information, check out some of those shows. And, uh, one little new piece of, uh, nerdum. Uh, I also am on twitch.tv slash mead and friends. And what we do there is we live stream our D and D session. Um, so it's kind of, again, Big nerd here, but yes. <laughs> but you know I won't cool. hold that against you. <laughs> no well, way, man! That's some heavy duty imagination. Uh, one of my uncles was a D and D guy. Uh, he's no longer my uncle. Him and my aunt divorced, but yeah, I mean, I, I when I knew him, I thought he was a really strange guy, but. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, probably now divorced him over the D and D stuff. So that's crazy, <laughs> man. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, he, uh, his, he had a brother too, a younger brother and his younger brother was even more strange. And they spoke in these, you know, funky languages sometimes. And I'm just like, what? Like these, <laughs> these guys are extra nerd. Uh, I just didn't understand it. But now knowing what I know about, uh, D and D, Man, that is just a world in itself, and you have to have a crazy imagination to play along. Definitely. And think about it like writing a story, you know, except in this situation, you're writing a story with your friends. And a lot of your decisions and your ideas are determined by a role. And you think of this cool idea, you roll bad, now you got to think of another idea. So it's fun. It's on, you know, kind of keeps you on your toes. And a lot of creative uh, creative thought processes going on. There. Oh yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. And you can make it whatever you really want to. I mean, oh, golly, there's just there are limitless possibilities with that game. Yeah, well, uh, uh, you know, and I just wanted to add. Look, me and Friggins, we've been in contact for a very long time, way before I ever started on this podcast. We've communicated back and forth, talked about movies, music. He runs a lot. He posts some cool pictures of his runs out there in the desert. Man, the most beautiful scenery I've ever seen. And I always thought, man, there's some way, somehow, we need to get him on a show. And me, Frank, when we talked first about doing this Star Wars, it's May the fourth. Uh, Star Wars Day. This is what day it's coming out. And I said, man, I got the guy, the guy that's going to join <laughs> us. I can't wait to get him on. We talked about it. He agreed to join join us. I'm so excited. This is the kind of show that as a kid, I grew up, 
you know, I saw Star Wars, the original one, at the movies. So I've been there. I mean, this has practically been a part of my life. You know, I've, I was there, you know, that wasn't opening night, but I was there, you know, one of the first nights at, to see it, you know, and I, I became enamored with the whole series. I've been following it ever since. So this is a big deal for me. This is one of those things that you sit around with your friends. Like if we could ever talk oh, yeah. Star Wars, have a show, <clears throat> what would we talk about? Well, now I'm sitting here. I'm talking with you two guys. We're sharing this with the. With the entire galaxy, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Really? We're going to talk Real. Star Wars, and I can't wait to get to it. And I know, friggins, I know you like to do a lot of top uh, your list, and you've got your list. So I, I'm going to tell you how wrong you are over which <laughs> Star Wars movies and your ranking, and let's let's go ahead and jump into it. Yes, awesome. Sure. Well, you know, everyone's got a list, and everyone ranks Star Wars in their own ways. But here's mine, and so I'm I've been eager to see what you guys are going to think about this. So. I'm going to count down, count up. We'll make it simple. I'll just start at number one. Uh, so number one, the best Star Wars. And I don't care what you say. This is the best one. That's Empire Strikes Back. Um, oh, you got it right. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would agree with that one. All right. That's, that's, uh, that's a win right there. Um, I would then put Star Wars as number two. Oh my God, we're batting a thousand friggins. All right, let's go for a hundred percent. Let's go for a hundred percent. Number three, we might as well keep it with a third. So let's add Return of the Jedi as number three. Ah, there it is. That's for the curveball. It's up there for me. Um, Number four, I have set as The Force Awakens. Um, You know, that's the 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 more modern, the start of the modern era. Um, that nerdism coming out in you. That's that's right. <laughs> and it's going to keep going because number five is another new one. I have uh, Rogue One. Um, yeah, so That's a great one. Very good movie. I'm a big, like, put a team together kind of yeah. guy. You know, if you yeah. could get a film where it's like, let's put a team together, then that's what Rogue One did for me. <laughs> well, and let me tell you, let me add something about that movie. That movie, it is so heartbreaking when that, I forgot his name, when that robot dies oh, defending K2SO. Dude, how emotional was that over a robot? I mean, that tells you how much that movie just grabbed you and drew you in, that you could feel that way about a robot. And it's not like he looked like – he didn't even look human. I mean, this dude was right. a robot. You know, that, that was <laughs> awesome, man. That was really good. Well, he's played by an actor named Alan Tudyk, and that dude is just amazing in yes. anything he does. Yes, you are right. So. That is true, yes. Um, and uh, so number six, and I think this is going to throw a curveball for a lot of people. Um, it didn't do too well in the theater, but for me, I really enjoyed Solo. And so that's my oh. number six. Okay. Um, then into seven, we get into uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, so that's okay. where we see a little Anakin versus Obi-Wan uh, lightsaber battling going on there. Uh, for my number eight, I have the most recent one, The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, number nine, I have The Last Jedi. And then number 10, I have Attack of the Clones. Okay. And uh, rounding out the end, we have uh, The Phantom Menace. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. We had our top two. You had your top <clears throat> two, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we were close on Return of the Jedi. I had Return of the Jedi at number four, right? Okay. Those are the classics, the top three. But this four. is going to probably surprise you. I had Revenge of the Sith at number three. Really? I, I get it though. Wow. You know, I thought I, now, I thought the scenes, first though. two were pretty lame, right? The first two prequels were pretty lame. Yeah. But the buildup, I thought the payoff in Revenge of the Sith worked. I really liked it, and I think the Emperor in any of these movies that he's what holds it. I mean, you gotta have it. We talked about it earlier. We were discussing for the show about the the Lannisters. You have you can't yeah. have a good hero. If you don't have a good villain and to me, yeah, we all love Darth Vader. You know, he's a bad guy, you know, whatever. But the true villain, the one that really creeps you out is the emperor. And I thought that actor, you know, he played the the emperor and all. He did such an awesome job. And just to see him and then and then what shocked me the most with Revenge of the I never saw it coming was him throwing down with Yoda. Oh, I yeah. really enjoyed yeah. that. I thought that was great. Um, I like I said, then I had Return of the Jedi. I had Rise of the Rise of Skywalker up there. Um, I had Rogue One next. Um, but, you know, the rest of them, you know, you could scatter them however you want yeah. to. I did have Solo as my last one, but I really enjoyed Solo. I loved. I enjoyed all of the movies. That's what's so great about the entire. I loved all of them. We're just throwing them in a hat and really picking them out. We can all agree the classics are the classics. That's why they're called classics. Right. But they're all great. 
uh, you know, I had solo, and the the thing I'm hoping it is, is that they left that opportunity with uh the fan uh Darth Maul at the end in Solo. Remember when he shows up in that image? And oh yeah. I'm hoping yep. they do something with that. Um, just to throw it out there to anybody listening that's a filmmaker, I have an idea of of Darth Maul going to go find <laughs> a. Uh, ben Kenobi and trying to get revenge on him and uh, I, mean, I just think it's great so I really enjoyed seeing that part and even though I had it ranked last I really enjoyed that movie and I thought Dana- oh, I call her Daenerys I thought she did a great <laughs> job as well you know I thought she was I, great in the yeah. movie and I like the hand solo guy I thought he was great yeah he did a good job too yeah and, and, and the everybody that they cast yeah for sure yeah you know today all day long I was I was thinking about every single star wars movie that i'd seen and you know i remember watching star wars as a kid with my dad um watching it with my cousins and everybody and then now uh watching a lot of the fast and the furious movies right. and what i found at, almost as great a franchise I'll the, like, I'll <laughs> almost you know <laughs> right down to the ones and zeros of what these movies kind of meant to me and you know now thinking about it as a whole is they're all about finding family and working to keep this connection right. they're they're trying to keep this connection that they all share alive and and sharing it with everyone that they come across and that's kind of you know the fast and the furious franchise you it know is. it's it's a it's a bunch of, uh, you know, maybe outliers that people don't understand that they're just trying to find their place in the world. And, right. man, you know, it, it it it's it's good to see people building those relationships and and no matter what they're up against, whether it's the meanest bad guy, the toughest villain, they always in the end come together to fight it together. They They've learned that trying to fight these things on their own does not work. And I'll tell you something, too. Like I told you, I saw this movie originally, the original Star Wars at the movies. I was a little kid. And one of the things that impressed me, especially going like to the cantina scene, is as they're walking in there. And to me, there's all these weirdos in there, right? There's all these aliens. Like <laughs> how? You know, but the fact that he could walk in there and it's not throwing him off, like no matter how strange somebody looked, no matter how different somebody looked. It, it didn't bother him. It, it didn't affect him. He wasn't like, oh, you know, look at this dude or, or getting mm-hmm. nervous or scared. And that kind of like that's kind of like how we need to be in life. You know, it's just like yep. accept people for who they yeah. are and what they are. And, it, it, and that was something that it did make an impression on me when I was young and uh, stayed with me, you know, till this day. You know, that's just the way it is, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, another aspect to that, too, is throughout the franchise, whether it is in the originals from back in the day to the, you know, mid era sections where we had the Phantom Menace and everything or to the current ones. One of the common things that we see consistently in Star Wars is that theme of um, redeeming yourself, you know, that is so powerful. And so if you're combining this like redemption and the found family aspects it just hits on so many levels because i think we as people right we we all have experienced that that joy of finding someone to connect with and you like what i like you know that's so awesome and then you kind of like relationships that way and then also redemption because we all at some point fall on our face and we have to find the strength to push yourself back up right yeah Yeah, that's what it's all about you know there's nothing you know any setback all that does is set you up for an awesome comeback. And if even Darth Vader can have his oh, hey, comeback, yeah. we his can have ul- our The comeback. ultimate redemption there exactly, with, with Darth man. Vader in the end. Yes. Holy moly. Uh, yeah, you know, just like uh, Friggins was saying, you know, sometimes we do lose our way. And, and that's okay. We just have to find that passion and that mindset and – really be mindful of who we gather ourselves around right, uh, yeah. because you know you, who you who you're around is who you eventually become and and vice versa the way you carry yourself could be the way someone else wants to carry themselves right so you have to be or at least you know try to be conscientious of that and star wars is the perfect example of that cuz you have a little bit of absolutely everything yeah. And just thinking back to the very first movie, you know, we talk about the comeback and, and, and redemption. 
just in the first movie alone, you know, you see Han Solo. Oh, no, I'm taking my reward and I'm leaving. Yeah. And then, man, and then I remember cheering when he comes back to help Luke to you know, <laughs> yep. destroy Finding the Finding your cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Dude, yeah, man, he made a comeback. And he, that was, yeah, it was one of those great moments, you know. That scoundrel with a heart of gold. You yeah, just got to love him. You need a scoundrel in your life. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. You know, it's funny, like, uh, thinking about Han Solo – and I hope any nobody takes it the wrong way, but uh, I'm a huge fan of Anthony Bourdain, and you know a lot of people see or, or saw him as this kind of evil, mean spirited person. But um, if you listen to his uh, any of his books, or if you read any of his books, he'll he'll say in the books, you know, I, I'm I might from on the outside seem like a real terrible guy, but I'm the kindest person you will ever meet. You know, I have a, a, a kind soul. I want to, I really want to help people. I really hope that there is goodness in everybody, but I've met so many terrible people. It's hard for me to show you that in the, in, from the get go, right. you know, I want to get to know you and understand. And, oh man, this that's very true. You know, I and I don't know if I've, I've, I've commented on this before. I get that a lot myself. You know, people see me in the gym or whatever, and I have I'm just afflicted with this mad face. Right. I just <laughs> always look like I'm mad. I'm always intense and I'm not. So when they hear me speaking on here or, or they meet me and I start cracking jokes, or whatever, it's always kind of shocking to them. Like they never expected that from me. They never thought I could sit down and, and you know be funny or whatever it is, you know, it's, it's just because I've got this face and I am a lot of times when I do something, I'm intense. And a lot of times people mistake my, my being passionate about things about being angry, you know, even my dogs, you know, they don't know if I'm mad or angry, you know, they're like, <laughs> they're looking at me kind of with their head cockeyed, you know, what's up with this dude? And they're waiting to see, you know, if I'm finally going to smile. And when I do, oh man, the tails start wagging and they're happy. And, <laughs> but yeah, man, that's, that's just the way it is sometimes. Oh my goodness! And one more thing, I wanted to tell. I don't want to let this episode go by without us. You mentioned the the word theme, friggins, a little bit while. And of course, you were talking about a philosophical theme, but I thought, and I'm glad you brought that up because it brought that. What can you say about the music of Star Wars, man? I mean, that <laughs> yeah. music just gets in you, and it just drives home everything, all the emotions you're feeling. I tell you what, when John Williams, God forbid, when he passes away, that guy. Has ba- they say it all the time? Has written the soundtrack of our lives. That's what that guy has done from Star Wars all the way through ET, Jurassic Park. Yep. You know all the movies that this guy Indiana has contributed Jones. to. The yep. Superman, the iconic Superman theme. You know everything. This guy, I mean, uh, you know, it's just incredible. He inspired me when I was in music. You know, as a younger guy, just how you can sit there, see something, and then I can musically express it to you. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, talk about leaving your stamp on the world, right? Like his stuff is going to last lifetimes. And for me, I'm the complete opposite of you, Tom. I am am not a musical-centered individual. Like my thing has always been movies. And I don't really like get music as much as I get that, especially the emotional impact. But with that being said, I can tell you, man, when I came back to the theater for The Force Awakens and I'm sitting there in my seat, and the second that music just yes. blasts out, I yes. literally started tearing up because yes. I had so much joy. Oh. And it's so cool that, you know, we get this emotional hit from not only the cool tunes, but then the nostalgia kicks in, you know, yes. from everything we've experienced. And and that dude is just nailed everything yeah. he's You're ever done. You're immediately <laughs> taken back in time when you hear that to when you were young. Yeah, you know, I was immediately boom. I was back in the seventies, sitting in the the theater at the mall, crammed with all these people watching the first one. Well, I didn't get to see the originals in theaters. I was watching them. Don't rub that in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was watching those on the replays on USA. You know, they come out on the weekends, or they'd have a Star Wars weekend, and I would sit Uh, and watch them all day long. Um, And then, you know, you You can't change the channel when it's on. You can't. No, even now, even yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're gonna you're sit through those through. commercials. Yeah, yes. if you're flipping through and you see a Star Wars, your remote just stops working. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. You have to. Now, what is a scene? So, let's say you're flipping through the channels, and it's TNT, right? Because TNT of back course. in the day is the one that used to play <laughs> it all the time. Right. Uh, TNT, you you hit what what scene? 
will i mean of course the whole movie you're gonna stop no matter what but what scene is it that you're just going to make sure you have everything to settle in and you're just like okay i got three answers for you one for each era so original trilogy although i prefer empire strikes back that's my favorite one the one scene that i remember from when i was a kid was in uh return of the jedi when they're in, on the uh, on the 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 plank above the sarlacc, Leia in the bikini. Sky. I know, I was a no, kid. Not too. even the bikini. <laughs> I, my mind blew up when he jumped off the board, catches oh, it, yeah. flips back up, oh, and then catches the lightsaber as R two D two is like launches it out. Like that scene, yeah. I would reenact that like crazy as mu- you know as much as a kid can do. I, um, but. Uh, that's my first answer. And then when you move into the next phase, um, again, although Phantom Menace was at the end, that scene with Darth Maul taking the yes. hood. Oh, that's a great. Yep. Done. I'm done. Darth Maul is one of the coolest characters ever he made. Is. Um, and then in the modern era, as we get into the new um, side, is I remember going in and seeing The Force Awakens for the first time and just kind of like having this sense of, I know what Star Wars is. I'm not going to see anything new. And then when Poe Dameron shoots the blast at Ren and he turns around and stops it in midair. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You thought you'd seen everything Star Wars could do and they did something different. That was so cool. Yeah. I do have a scene that yes, as soon as I see it, it's the 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 movie's on. I have to wait until I see this scene. And like I said, Empire was my number one movie. To me, there's no more iconic scene than Luke and Bate, uh Yeah, Luke and Vader facing off. They're in the dark in Cloud City, and you just can see the the luminescence of the red and the blue lightsaber as they're standing facing off. You know, and and Darth Vader's talking to him. You know, you but you're not a Jedi yet. You know, just oh man, that I have to wait. If I see the movies on, I'm gonna sit there and wait until I can just see that moment. It just to me, that's that's Star Wars. It just really yeah. is. But you know, and you mentioned the scene about Darth Maul. I remember waiting and remember when it was a big deal just to see the trailer with yes. Phantom of Menace, and they show in the trailer Darth Maul, and he's holding that double bladed saber. One side comes out. And then that other side came out, and it was like, whoa, it just blew you away when you're sitting there. And I'm like, oh, man, that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I remember that distinctly. I love that they can find these little details to add to make us just go nuts. You know? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. think you know it all, but guess what? Here's one more thing. Exactly. <laughs> Here's another one. How about yeah, you, Frank? Oh what what's, uh, what captures you? The the very first one for me is the scene where Yoda is fighting. Oh, uh, what was his name? He was one of the. He wasn't an emperor. I think he was one of the senators. Doku. Yes. Dooku. Dooku. Uh, yes, yeah. Dooku. The first where, time you know, he fought. He's just yes. Where he's yes. just very frail. <laughs> yes. And then he just turns it on. And he's just like bouncing, doing parkour all yes. over the place. I was like, that was this mind guy? blowing. Yeah, you never like, expected Whoa. it. Yeah, I thought he was done. You know, he's just right. a really old dude, but he's just conserving his energy, right? Right. Um, the second one for me is whenever uh, Qui Gon Jinn is having that conversation outside with young Anakin in the prequel, or sorry, in uh, I think it's Episode One. Right. And he's out there talking to him about the midi chlorians and what they represent and right. just kind of giving you a science lesson about what the force is. Because we've always known about the force. We've always heard the word the force. But right. he just dropped this, you know, to anybody that didn't read the books, because I'm sure it goes into depth persons that watch the movie but he talks about what it is and how it how it flows through your body and what that means that he has such a high count you know it doesn't doesn't happen often this is very rare you're very special um so that was that's really cool for me um and then the last one mm, man i'd probably say it's it's one of those if if the um the a christmas story isn't on the 24 hour roll and they just happen to show 
this because they always show it around Christmas. It would probably be where uh, Luke cuts himself down when he's in that ice cave and he has to like oh, crawl yeah. into that yes. little yep. that thing to stay warm. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Got oh, that was cool. I, I, you know, interesting. Too, and I'm sure you know this, uh, Briggins, that the whole reason they added that scene, right? Because oh, yes. he was in that that wreck, a horrible wreck, and his yeah. face got jacked up for real. So they had to figure out a way to explain it. And what a great way to explain it, you know? That was one. Of, that's now one of the most cool. Like you said, Frank, that's one of the things you remember that whole scene with that big polar bear looking thing. Man, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, and, <laughs> and him trying to reach and make that you know lightsaber yeah. come to him, and he can't oh, do it, man. you know, until finally at the end. Yeah, oh yeah, that's great, man. Yeah, that's uh, great. Is so. But, you get saved by that scoundrel with the heart of gold. There he is. And we've all thought about what it would be like to be stuffed inside of that animal, oh. right? Well, the guts. I mean, that's <laughs> what I thought. Like, God, that would stink. It would be they, terrible. They, I saw that they made a uh, a sleeping bag that looks like it. And when you zip Are it you up, serious? the inside oh, looks like man. the guts. <laughs> oh, my God. It's <laughs> crazy. It comes with the spray or you make it <laughs> smell like farm animal. Get that real life. Rolled around Since outside. Oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> oh. But another thing I forgot, you mentioned Phantom Menace, Frank. Uh, what about, and one of the things I love, and one of the biggest joys I had was the first time I watched it at home. Of course, at the time it was on DVD, but you know, I had a real cool sound uh, surround system. That pod race, man. Dude. How cool was that? <laughs> and then just watching it. Yes. And, it, and when you're watching it at your home, yes. you can hear it coming through all the different speakers. Oh, and, my man, goodness. that was really intense. You know, a lot of people uh, don't like the movie. And, yeah, it's got its faults. But it has some really great scenes. And Qui-Gon, such a great character. And like you also said, uh, Fred, Darth Maul, man. This dude is one of the baddest dudes ever. You know, and then the... Finally, at the end, you know, his fight scene is he's taking on both Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, man. I mean, this, oh, man, that was just awesome, awesome scenes. Well, if you want a little bit more Darth Maul, and I, I was, I'm going to try and throw in a little extra side uh, information for anybody out there listening that wants to pick up some additional Star Wars. Um, there's a, a, a cartoon series called The Clone Wars. Uh, right. It's long. Some of it's kind of more focused towards kids, but some of it gets real serious and dark, and especially yes. in the later seasons. And there's actually a really awesome face-off between Darth Maul and Obi-Wan that I think yes. you'd like. Yes. Um, Yes. Uh, so. And actually, I have seen that because I heard about oh, it. So I had cool. to go check it out. And that's one <laughs> thing. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, obviously, I personally, I want to make this an annual event every year having because because Star Wars Day is an annual event. And next year, be, I want to go and I want to see the entire series. And so that next year we can bring it up and talk about the Clone Wars series. It's it's for several seasons, right? I mean, it's a, it is. It's yeah. like and it's 12? got Ashoka, right? Uh-huh. Who's in uh, Mandalorian? So introduced, yeah. Yeah, so it's something mm-hmm. I think would be great. It's something we can focus on, talk about a little bit next year. Maybe even some novels, like our favorite Star Wars novels that maybe people aren't talk, you know, haven't talked about or not familiar with. Maybe characters that weren't in the movies that were like uh, a book. I'm really looking forward to reading is a uh, the one about, and he's got several. Darth Bane. Oh yes, the one that created the whole uh, the rule of two, uh-huh. and and I believe he's the one that had the power. He could blow things up with his mind, correct? Like he had I that. Believe so. Yeah. That dude was a bad, bad dude, <laughs> man. Uh, like they had to change uh-huh. the Sith had to change rules because of this dude because he was so bad. So yeah, I mean, there, that's the thing about the Star Wars universe. There's so many things you can talk about. The video games. I've got oh, a big yeah. idea for next year of because. I've played several of them, but I know my kids and kids out there have played all of them. So yeah. there'd be a way to get them involved to find out, hey, what is the best game out there? You know, which one is the best? Which one is the favorite? Because there's so many of them. And uh, I can't wait, man. This is an incredible universe to, to, to talk about. And they keep expanding. I mean, if you have Disney Plus, yes. you see Mandalorian, right? Oh, of and course. Today, on May the 4th, they're releasing a new series called Bad Batch. And Bad oh, Batch okay. is like yes. think of think of the special ops clone troopers, Frank, where they're like, you know, all in black and the guys you send in to get the thing done. Um, so that's the new series that's coming out today. On yes, the- I've seen the trailer. Okay. For, I'm glad you brought okay. it up. I'm going to go check that out. I, yes. that. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. 
For sure. Man, I'm over here living under a rock. My yes, goodness. you are. I'm trying to get you I'm to live, doing, right? Come on. I need to stop watching Seinfeld and Frasier and like, get back on the, the Disney Plus. Hey, you're on that. you're on Game of Thrones, so we'll get we'll cut yeah, you a yeah, break. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> a slow, it's a process. I, I'll it's work a slow through that process. with you, man. Oh know. my goodness. Oh man. So <clears throat> a couple um I know we were talking about like quotes and stuff like that that we've oh, taken yes. from from the movies and how it kind of shaped, you know, who you are and, or, or maybe you just very, very, uh, quotes that you've hung on to, or maybe given other people. But one of the quotes, uh, actually a couple of the quotes that I had quotes, Frank, were from episode one, believe it or not. And that, that, uh, scene that I was talking about is, where Qui-Gon Jinn is telling him about the midichlorians and he says your focus determines your reality yes. you know and and once upon a time i had this terrible manager that told me your perception is your reality and man for the longest time i was just like tossing and turning and i thought he meant it as an insult and i was just like who you know what is this guy's deal but you know, now I'm I'm seeing, you know, hey, Qui-Gon Jinn said it too. He's like, your focus determines your reality. What is it that I've been stuck on? Your attitude determines right. your altitude. Yeah. Wow. Right. Exactly. Um, my second quote that I like is from Yoda. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Yes. Hate leads to suffering. Man, yes. how much anxiety do we live with? You know, w- when you think about that, you're really yes. dialing it down into the ones and zeros of right. our personalities and our psyche. And, you know, that those three things lead up to the buildup for anxiety and the buildup for self-loathing and stuff like that. Um, the last one that I had was in a dark place we find ourselves. And a little more knowledge will light your way. And that's from Yoda from episode three. Right. So, yeah, that's, you know, those are mine, man. And and thinking about it, and and this is the stuff that we're talking about all the right. time. Yes. You know? Yes. You know, uh, we talked in our discussion with Tank the other day, and and you were talking about one of your favorite quotes about if you tell a lie long enough, it'll become real. And I gave you the opposing side. Mm-hmm. And we were saying the same thing. And it, and the reason I came at it from that way is from another quote from Star Wars. I don't know if you remember when uh, Luke kind of talked to Obi-Wan saying, uh, you told me, you know, that Darth Vader killed my father. Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan, and you lied to me. He said, I didn't lie. You know, I told you. He says, it all depends on your point of view. And it's like me and you, when we were talking about that discussion with Tank, we're saying the same thing. But my point of view was different. Absolutely. So, yeah, even though we're both saying I'm, you know, coming at it from a different angle and we're both saying the thing, it all comes down to your point of view and how you want to look at things. And and it, and I got that originally from watching Star Wars and seeing Obi-Wan talk like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah you know what? I'm digging that. Yeah. yeah you know, man. it's funny you talking about a uh, point of view, because uh, the two quotes that I kind of had set up was centered on Obi-Wan and, and actually centered on point of view as well. So one of the most common quotes that you'll find in almost every single Star Wars episode or film is, I got a bad feeling about this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I struggle with that because I'm like, are they having this pessimistic view of the outcome that they're involved in, right? Is that what we do in our lives? I'm going into a situation thinking this is going to turn out poorly. I've heard people say that you start at a low standard, so you're always surprised at what happens. I don't necessarily like that because I feel like right. I should have a I, I expect more from, you know, whether it's myself or other people and things to that nature. But so I wonder about this. I got a bad feeling about this. Like, is it just I'm sure it's just a joke that they want to like continue through every episode. But, you know, looking at it as how can we work through that in our daily lives? Like, I don't necessarily want to have that kind of perspective. Um, but then he countered. I was going to say contradicts, but um, the juxtaposition of his other quote that I liked is, in my experience, there's no such thing as luck. And so that's a good one, because I really think, you know, especially if you guys have listened to this show and you're hearing Tom, I mean, I 
just I'm getting beat over the head with Tom saying, get up and do it. You got to put the work in. <laughs> yeah, same and, here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and and um, no, you guys, man, have been, you know, so empowering for me as a as a listener. And but, you know, in looking at Star Wars, I'm thinking about that as well as saying, like, <clears throat> if, ta- if we rely on luck, we're going to be sitting around too much and maybe one out of a thousand things happens and we go, man, I'm lucky that worked out. Mm-hmm. But if we don't rely on luck and we put the work in and we start doing whatever we need to do to better our situation, better ourselves and better our community or whatever the case may be, then we don't need luck anymore. Right. What's yeah. that old saying? The harder I work, the luckier I get. Yes. Proper yes. preparation prevents poor performance. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's man. very true. Yes. I wonder, I, you know, thinking about the George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, because I know they worked on it initially, thinking about them and what their mindset was in trying to do something like this that had never been done before, that was a pipe dream, really. Yes. You know, I'm sure everyone was giving them negative, oh, man, this is never going to work. You're wasting yes. your time. You're wasting your money. Just give up now. How many times they heard that and said, you know what? I respect your opinion, but... I have to do this. Right. I have to get this out there because this is just a I've got a bad feeling about this in a good way. Right. Right. <laughs> Once right. this comes out, they're not going to stop bothering me and I'm going to be busy like crazy making more of them. Yes. They, I mean, they remember if it was like a, a very small release originally because mm-hmm. the studio and all them, they did not believe in it. This was going to tank. It was terrible, horrible. They thought it was the worst thing they'd ever seen. But next thing you know, boom, there's lines around the corner. And to think of the willpower they had to have, because when they cut the deal, they had to take very little money for any yes. profits the film was going to do. And what they did is they cut a deal. So, we're, you know what? We'll take the toys profit. Yeah. <laughs> Turned out to work oh, out in their favor. I that, love that those documentaries, Yeah, they're just believing in yourself so much, you know. <laughs> yeah, keep keep that. But, you know, let me get the, the, the existential, you know, the stuff, the toys, you know, all this other stuff, licensed stuff. And well, the, I'll the, tell you. Go I was ahead, go ahead. saying uh, they definitely got their money's worth out of me because I went around <laughs> every lightsaber and all these figures. Right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. to to be able to think beyond what was going on, you know, right. coming up with these new contract ideas, right. coming, you know, because uh, I think in one of those documentaries, you know, the they were saying, man. Lawyers were like, "What? What do you want? You want me to write up what for you? I, I don't understand." And they're just like, "We want to take, like you said, the profit from the toys only. Aye. Distributorship of this, uh, and and you know, toys for that matter, right?" It was like, "Who's toys? What is this?" And I mean, just money bags being thrown around now right i mean yes. golly you can't even go to goodwill without seeing at least one or two star wars right. toys over there. you know we talked, to, we talked to tank that's probably tanks uh, stuff that he left there and some of these toys are worth tons like there's a there was a special release boba fett figure that like actually launches a rocket they recalled it because it was like choking kids yes. um and that thing is worth so much money it's ridiculous if you could get your hands on one yeah it, it's crazy but uh Man, yeah, I, you know, we, we sit here kicking ourselves in the butt because, you know, we, I know me, I shot all the heads off of my figures with a BB <laughs> gun. Once I got a BB gun, I'd line them up on the fence and see how good of an aim I was oh, by shooting their heads oh off. Goodness. Well, a lot of good that did me. Or Luke and Yoda. <laughs> no God, foresight man. in that one, Tom. Right. Oh, the one you couldn't man. shoot his head off was Chewbacca because it was all one piece. Oh, you know, his head didn't turn, you know, so I'll sit there forever. I'd pump muscle, that man. gun up as 100 times trying to get that head off. Nope. Didn't work. That's crazy. Oh, Funny memory, man. That's crazy. I, I did have a question for you guys because, you know, one of the most interesting things for me um, as a nerd and talking with other people that enjoy fandoms that I enjoy is to find out what 
character is your favorite? And, you know, Ninja Turtles is usually kind of like a good gauge because they say that of the Ninja Turtles, the four that your favorite usually is similar or close to your personality. So but I like to expand it. I want to know your favorite X-Men. I want to know your favorite Avenger. I want to know. Your favorite. But since we're talking Star Wars today, I was curious if um, you guys would like to share who your who you think your favorite Star Wars character would be. Sure. You want me to go first, Frank? Or? Yeah, yeah. I want you to go first. Man, well, that's a course, good question. I have now, to obviously, Yoda is one of my favorite. You know, his you know, his whole philosophy, everything about him. Yeah. You know, I just think he's the coolest dude. He, I've learned so much from that guy. Just, you know, listening to him, watching him, seeing what he said, how he handled Luke. Because, believe this or not, I am not a Luke fan. To me, Luke was too whiny. He was like a big <laughs> sissy, in my opinion. And sometimes, you know, Yoda would be like, look, dude. You're finally, you know, he finally got on Luke's on Yoda's nerves. He said, look, you know, always with you, it cannot be done. You know, here you're nothing. He's like, I've had it up to here with you, dude. Let me show you how to do it. So, you know, Yoda's one of my favorite. Of course, I loved Darth Vader, right? He's just he's just a bad guy. Uh, we talked earlier about having a good villain. I always I found him, I guess, in a way fascinating. I didn't cheer for him, but the emperor. Like he would always he captured your when he was on scene on screen, he captured your 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 attention. Like you knew this guy was up to no good. Like he just immediately and he just had had that type of presence about him. You could see him running things, you know, you know, underneath everything and, you know, just pulling all the puppet strings and everything like that. Um, another one that I always I found him fascinating because like, how did you get into the position you're in? He's this big <laughs> blob, right? Like, if I wanted to get away from this dude, I could just run. Like, how, Jabba the Hutt, right? He's there, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, I always, uh, you know, I entertain my kids. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> And I was like, you know, what if he called in here? You're like, oh, 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 oh. The doctor, the heart of the shade of the Sarlacc. Talking about, did we sh- throw Shane down the Sarlacc pit? No, Jabba, we didn't oh, throw him down the heart uh, Shane a carbonite. No, no, Java. We don't want Shane in a carbonite on the on the game room wall. No, you know. So we're cool like that. So, but uh, Java, man, I just thought he was so entertaining. And even as everything's blowing up around him, you know, when you talked about the skiff earlier, he's there with Leia in a bikini, half naked, just ho ho ho, <laughs> still laughing about it, right? You know, and I'm like, man, this dude, like, I would like if he wrote a book, how to book, you know, to gain wealth and power. <laughs> And you're just this big blob. Like, I would buy that book. Like, you know, and, and, and I would listen to the audio book, you know, and I'm sure it's just oh, 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 the whole time, the you know. Like, like, yeah, you got to get like a translate. Oh, 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 oh. Like, what? Over time, just the power is gone straight to his head. He just gets yeah. that way. Job and, I think, and I think that's a point. You know, the, the, the sloth, the greed. Yeah. You know, maybe at one point he was like a big snake, you know, like this quick snake. You know, he was like, you know, like a little, you know, cobra yeah. or something. And just through his greed and and just, you know, wealth, he just got bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, oh, maybe that's God. the lesson in all of it. I don't know that, man. That's hilarious. It'd be like oh, oh, 75 oh, oh. hard Jabba, Jabba yeah. style. <laughs> I feel like his book would be The Seven Habits of Jabba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could just hear him laughing. <laughs> the road to Rotundra. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow, that's man. You know, I you still have me. That's a great. So, uh, for me, it was uh, Boba Fett. Yes. Uh, always quiet. You know, he really didn't say much. He just did what he had to do. Uh, and okay, now I'm gonna probably upset you. I always have felt he's like one of the most overrated characters in all of Star Wars history. All right, you guys, know, I and- have to log off now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, if he just had a, would have had a more glorious, and they've kind of changed, they've kind of fixed his history with the uh, Mandalorian. Uh, he kind of had like this really like weak way of going out in Return of the Jedi to me, you know, the way they, they finished him off. But I was glad to see his comeback in the Mandalorian and dude, he is a bad dude in The Mandalorian. Yeah. I really did exactly. enjoy that. He was such a bad dude that they made clones out of this cat. Exactly. Yes. Know? Well, he uh, no. Don't come to you and be like, hey, we need to take a sample. Well, no, from he's you. not the clone, right? Yeah, he's the According original. According to the new no. Django. Django's oh, the original. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But nonetheless, it's still the same yeah. guy. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
I can't say that I am that person, but I admire that quiet stoicism in it, a lot of discipline to not be able to take that head off, you know, or the the hat right now that we know a little bit more about Mandalorian way. Right. Uh, and then who else? I, I would probably have to say uh, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon because yes. they're they're one of. I guess, depending on your point of view, they're one of the best teachers that had the best pupils that became who they are and what they've done. Their impact superseded their predecessor every time. So this person poured every ounce of their everything into their pupil and their their pupil went above you know many steps above where they were at to just you know to show you how great a teacher they were how much how much effort they poured into their their students right and look i mean qui-gon he taught obi-wan and he taught batman right that's right. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yes, he <laughs> Holy like you gotta cow. be aware of your surroundings. Yeah. It's yes. Yeah, it's, oh man, <laughs> yeah. Really good dude. Yeah, I like that. Well, like you, Frank, I'm actually a huge Boba Fett fan. He's been my favorite since I was a kid. My friends were wanting to be Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and I'm and t- I'm going to be honest with you here on the show. So let it be recorded. I didn't know his name for the longest time. Like I just called him the Bounty Hunter. I want to be the Bounty Hunter. I love the costume. I love the helmet. Uh, like you, I like the the stoic, that silent awesomeness and i get in arguments with my friends all the time because they want to talk trash to me about boba fett but like the number one thing i always go back to is he's also very smart so you get uh when when they leave when uh han solo is on the falcon and it's attached to the back of the ship and they they float away boba fett had the foresight to hide in the trash and then follow them and that's how darth vader caught him because boba fett followed him to tell was that? that is so, true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Lots of it. ingenuity. Yeah. Yes. And you know, and, and, Han Solo outsmarted them, and Boba Fett outsmarted him. Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. you talked about his death. And okay, here let's bring it back to perspective, Tom. So, you know, you're saying, oh, it was a weak death. Yeah, sure, he got hit by a blind guy. Oh, ooh, you know, <laughs> slammed into a wall and fell down a hole. That's terrible. But this dude is so badass. That he crawled out of a sarlacc pit. Yeah, he did now. <laughs> yes, everybody yes. else died in it. He found a way to get out of that thing. Yeah, so did. that's that's my perspective of this. Yeah, and that's right. Yes. Yeah, they did fix it, and I'm glad they did. Yes. And like I said, I really enjoy him now, seeing how awesome he is in Mandalorian. Oh yeah, yeah. It's man. Oh, they're doing stuff. They're doing stuff with that show. It's it's great. Oh yeah, even it. the Mandalorian himself is amazing. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. So. Hey, well, hey, well, look, I, I, I'm sorry, I got something coming up. Uh, my wife's signaling to me. I'm gonna have to step out for one second, so I'll, I'll be back. I'll catch up with you guys in a minute. All right, cool, man. All right, see you in a bit. So, do you remember the maybe? How old were you when uh, Episode One came out? You said you went, you were, you went to the movie theater to go watch that. I did. I actually went um it was like right around my birthday. If it wasn't on the birthday, it was like the day before or something. But I was uh I was in high school when Okay, uh, okay. Episode one came out. Oh man, yeah, so was I. And uh, a friend of mine was just crazy, just would not leave us alone. He wanted to go watch it. He was like, We're gonna wait in line, we're gonna do this. I was like, no, dude, we'll go tomorrow. We'll go like <laughs> I hate big crowds. I didn't want to mess with that. We'll go when it dies down. Like, no. So he went out there, man. He he dressed up like Darth Maul. He waited in line with all the people. And he was just, he was a super fan. And I remember like hanging out at his house on the weekends. And sometimes like if he was bored or if he just wasn't not in a good mood, you know, granted we were in high school, he'd be like, hey man, you want to watch uh, Star Wars with me? And I'd be like, <laughs> heck yeah, dude. Just veg out on his couch, eat popcorn and watch uh, Star Wars. You know, we'd start it from uh, four, five, and six, and then when you know episode one came out, we'd start watch that one. 
Um, man, it was just always a good time over at his house. I'm surprised you didn't have that guy on the show instead of me. It sounds like a good person to talk Star Wars with. That dude, I love that dude, Death Man, but he is crazy. He'll start <laughs> dropping F-bombs, will be <laughs> F, F this and F that with the Star Wars. And, oh, man, do you remember that time that we did? And I can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> Too much dirty laundry out on the podcast. True, true. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking maybe uh, you should call him up. I mean, why not? I know you said you're worried about F-bombs, but uh, could be fun. I don't know. All right. Well, here, let's see. Let me give him a call and see what happens. Oh, here we go. Let's see if he answers first. Let's see. Do, do, do. Got him on the speed dial. Found someone you have, yes. Mm, very happy <laughs> to, to be here. Thank you for welcoming to your podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness I didn't <laughs> think you'd pick up Ah yes Bad signal here But uh, Yoda is here Yes mm. Of course <laughs> I use Yes Man now I'm really bummed that Tom isn't here He would love to talk with you Yoda have, have you heard about this show Have you heard about Tom and Frank And talking about Tom talking about the motivational stuff Oh Powerful Jedi he is Powerful I heard his Monday motivation, yes. Yoda saying he used mm, a bill to him. I will send. Yes, Yoda must get paid as well. Yes. Mm. <laughs> bill, oh I bet God. that's an expensive one. <laughs> well, so now that you're part of... Uh, <laughs> So now that your part in the movies are over, uh, other than, you know, sending expensive bills, what else have you been up to, Yoda? Oh, retirement. Very good to Yoda. Traveling the galaxy is a big place. Much to see, much to do. Many ladies throughout the galaxy, yes? Mm. <laughs> yes. Mm. Oh, my God. So you're out there using the force on the ladies, huh? Mm. Many force tricks Yoda knows, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, man. So, Master Yoda, being a huge star that you are, I bet you've had to deal with some groupies. But is it easier when you have Jedi discipline? Oh, strong with the force, it's Yoda. Yes, but not that strong. Oh, many trips to the dark side has Yoda taken. Hmm? Ah, much joke. The girls often tell Yoda, is that a lightsaber in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? Yes. Yoda, very happy. Yoda does well. Yes, Yoda does well. Oh, my goodness. Woo. Oh, man. It lights up green, huh? Oh, you got the glow. I see. Oh, my goodness. All right. One last question. We don't want to take up too much of your time away from uh, doing what you're doing there. Uh, <laughs> is there any possibility you might appear in any future movies? Oh, no. Yoda, no. Disney. Hmm. Grogu. Hmm. Mandalorian. Huh. Originally, they wanted Yoda for Mandalorian, but not want to pay Yoda, so they get other one, Grogu. He's not young. Much, much plastic surgery. Those are big years. No, Grogu, terrible, returns Yoda's calls. He does not. Yoda will have nothing to do with future of Star Wars. Nothing, no. Oh, my God. Well, Master, Yoda won for me. Oh, oh, my gosh. Well, may the fourth be with you, Master Yoda. To you as well, yes. Hmm. Much pleasure I had in joining you. Maybe next year we do again, yes. <laughs> and we'll certainly have friggins on as well. Man, I'm so disappointed that... 
Tom had to step away. Holy cow. I bet you he would have had some really good questions to ask. Yes, I'm sure. Yes. Good questions he has. Many. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, hey, well, hey, guys, man. I'm just, man, I'm sorry. I missed it. Did uh, anything happen while I was gone? Dude, oh, man. we were talking to Yoda, no. and it was amazing. This dude is out, Tom Catton. You know, my, just, my wife, She every time I've got something good going, she'll come in and ruin it. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I can't wait to see the replay. I can't wait to hear the, the recording. I can't wait to hear it on, you know, when it comes out. I, I have to hear what he had to say. I hope it's something good. Well, it he seemed was. to really think that you need to maybe reduce some of your prices or something. Cause <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's starting to want to charge you for using your device. Oh, man. Yeah. God, yeah, I, I was kind of worried. Remember, we talked about that. I was kind of worried about that yeah. copyright stuff. I thought Yoda would be cool with it, but apparently you're saying he's not too man. cool with it. No, no. Maybe they don't get a pension you know, from, uh, in the Star Wars universe. I'm not sure. Say they'll check on you next May the fourth and see Oh okay. Well yeah, we'll have to make it up to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that guy's riot. Holy moly. Oh, that was good. That was good. My cheeks are sore. <laughs> oh man. All right. So uh friggins, man, do you want to throw any shout outs to anybody that might be listening? I mean, I just want to shout out to everybody that is listening and say thank you for joining us here today and talking about Star Wars. Um, You know, again, if you want to check me out and hear more things I have to say about film, you can check that on reddragonsradio.com. And I'm regularly on either the People's Forum or Am I Still on the Air? Um, You can also follow both of those sites on on Twitter under uh, For My Peoples or Am I on the Air? Um, and, you know, I mentioned earlier about the Twitch channel, so check us out. We, we typically play every other Saturday or so, but you can follow me at Friggins on Twitter, and I provide some general updates uh, about when we're posting those. But uh, once again, thank you so much for joining us today and talking about Star Wars. I could talk about Star Wars all day long, so this could have been a 16-hour episode. Right. But... <laughs> man, and... but uh, from me to you, Friggins, man, I'm just so appreciative of you joining us. I have seen... Uh, I've watched them on YouTube, you and and on uh, Am I on the Air? And there's one guy, and I can't remember his name. That one guy, like, I'm always the opposite of his opinions. Like, <laughs> I get so angry, you know? I'm like one of those people, you know, that just gets angry every time you hear somebody talk. And, you know, whatever his opinion is, I'm always the opposite. I generally agree with you, um, especially on the Justice League uh, episode y'all did. Uh so yeah, man. I, everybody out there listening, check it out. It's great. It's it's a uh, entertaining, and, and that's what it all. Everything boils down to our show, your show, any show. Is it entertaining? Do people enjoy sitting down and watching it and passing the time and getting away from all this craziness of our universe and escaping to oh, a different universe yes. where you can just sit back, kick back, relax. Yes. Oh, that's the beauty goodness. of film, the beauty of Star Wars. We get exactly. to exactly takes you away. That's yes, right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. This was so much fun, Friggins. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you to all the listeners that decided to spend a little bit of time with us. Thank you to Yoda for calling in, apparently. Yes. Yes. Thanks for answering. Yeah, I'm glad he did. I'm glad he had a signal out there. You know, I was kind of worried. Think about, you know, it's kind of swampy, muddy. I don't know if that's 5G out there or what (laughs) they've got, but, you know. I heard they added a new tower. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Oh. All right. Uh, once again, thank you everybody for hanging out with us. Remember your attitude. What is that? Determines your your attitude, attitude determines your altitude. Don't forget that. Exactly. Change that mindset leads to bigger and better. We interrupt this broadcast for a special message from the Emperor. Please stand by. Roger, Roger. <laughs> the Podcast Network of the Galactic Empire is up and fully operational. My apprentice, Darth 
Joe Rogan will ensure that these attempts at a rebellion are crushed. Everything that has transpired has done so according to my design. Their feeble skills are no match for the power of the dark side. Oh, I'm afraid my podcast network will be quite operational when your friends download your show. Your alliance with Africans will be of no help to your pitiful efforts, nor will your little green friend. <laughs>